Welcome to our Pup and Paws cast. I'm Sheila Scruggs, your host. It's brought to you by Dog and Company, daycare, grooming, boarding, and training. Visit their website at dog-co.com. India Delk and her son Logan are loyal volunteers with the Cookville Putnam County Animal Shelter. They work five days a week volunteering. So, India, what do you and Logan do there at the shelter? The question is easier to answer for Logan because Logan is the dog walker extraordinaire and dog whisperer. Me is a little more complicated. I just do whatever needs to be done at whatever time it needs to be done. <laughs> And that could be some not-so-fun things, too, right? It can be lots of not-so-fun things. It can be multitasking things. And, you know, our main objective is to get the dogs adopted and the cats adopted and move them out quickly. The less time they spend at the shelter, the better it is for them physically and emotionally. So our number one job is to get them adopted, and everything kind of flows around making that possible. So why did you choose uh, to help the Cookville Putnam County Animal Shelter? We have faced some challenges and overcome some hurdles as a family and Logan individually. And after we graduated from high school, we thought it was imperative for Logan to learn some life and work skills. We had a little setback with some health issues. So it became imperative that while he was learning some work skills that I be close enough by to give assistance if necessary. The Putnam County Animal Shelter was something that I would enjoy and it would allow me to be there with him while he was learning different facets of being an employee. So Logan, what do you like best about working at the show? Well, I like really having fun with the dogs and mostly with the play groups where we have a lot of volunteers come help me and stuff like that. So we have a lot of people with different type of dogs we'll have to pair them up together to see what they do and everything so we'll have to sometime pair them up together face to face so did you start the play group no our director actually did but she told me about it and i looked that up on a video and i'm like well maybe i could start so she made me the chief of the play group i love that you like being the chief oh yeah (laughs) especially when it has to do with dogs oh yeah (laughs) So, uh, India, do you think that the playgroups, they help with uh, the dog's attitudes and things like that and also walking them and giving them attention? I think it's very important to make them more adoptable. Being in a small kennel confined for long periods of time is stressful for the dogs. They become territorial over their space. They have pent-up energy they can't get rid of. So getting them out on a regular basis and teaching them to walk on a leash and behave properly around other dogs to give them an opportunity to run off the leash and play with other pups and expend some energy makes them more personable it makes them more adoptable because most of the people who come to adopt from the shelter have other pets at home and they want to know how is this animal going to act or interact with the pets i have at home and if they have been for a long period of time in a space solely their own with no ability to expend their nervous energy then they are more likely to behave poorly so I think the playgroups have been an excellent opportunity for socialization, activity. It wears them out good, and they come in and they behave nicely when people come to look at them. 
And you can imagine, I mean, when when we are cooped up in our own house for several days, I want to get out. I want to see people. I want to want to get out and run Stretch around. Stretch my legs. <laughs> right. So the dogs and, and cats both are that way. They really do. And it gives them an opportunity to have more interaction one-on-one with us as people so we can get kind of an idea of their behavior, their personality, how they are going to express anger and fear and excitement and if they have some things that need to be worked on to make them a more adoptable pet that gives us an opportunity to recognize that and work with that and you write up um, the little blurbs on the facebook page and on the website about the personality (laughs) you do a great job on that thank you but it helps us know what that animal is like If they're good with kids, if they're good with other animals. And, you know, it's difficult when an animal comes to you as a stray and you know absolutely nothing about this animal. And the next day a person comes in and wants to know, what can you tell me about this pup? And if you've not had any interaction time with them, it's difficult to tell them something. And people don't want to buy something that they know nothing about. So it's it's important to spend that time and to pay attention so that you do have some information to, to give adopters that encourages adoptions. So how do you think being with the animals has helped both you and Logan? Well, for me, being a homeschool mom for so many years and a housewife, adult conversation was really important for me. It was stimulating. I have a lot of different skills and experiences, and I get to use so many of those at the shelter doing different things. For Logan, I believe it helped him with confidence and work-related skills. It's encouraged instruction following and going out on his own and being responsible. Those are things that you want to teach as a parent, but sometimes you don't have the right environment to do that. So he's been given a lot of responsibility that as a parent I couldn't have given him. Logan has special needs. He's uh, autistic. He is a tremendous worker. I mean, he loves working five days. What you said that you started out, was it two or three days a week? Started out as going to be one day a week because Logan wasn't sure it was going to be something he was going to like to do. The next week it was two days. A week or so after that it was three days. And after that he was begging me every day of the week to go out there. <laughs> Logan, what's the hardest part of your job? Well, it's probably mostly trying to figure out, like I said, to figure out what dogs will be together. But we sometimes you'll have to take a risk of doing that yourself to kind of it's a risky situation whether this dog is good or it does it go and attack a dog, but we just had to see. Why do you love dogs so much and working with them? Well, because I can actually read their body language. So it's actually a good thing because I'm starting to be able more read about the dog's behaviors and stuff. So I'll get volunteers come outside and take a dog out to let me know what they're like. Then we can pair them up with the playgroup. Someone may hear about this and think, well, I have a special needs uh, person in my family. Would they be able to work at the shelter? What would you tell them about that? I had a phone call yesterday just about that very thing. And what I said to the lady was, 
This is not a let's come and play with the puppies kind of volunteer situation. You need to be steady on your feet. You need to have good visual acuity. You need to have at least some physical strength because most of our dogs are 45 to 80 pounds, very strong. Some of them have never been on a leash or had much um controlling human contact they will pull the human big time (laughs) they will pull you down they will drag you around they will jump up and knock you over so you need to be fairly steady and confident in your physical abilities it is very strenuous work so you need a lot of stamina you're out in the heat you're going constantly you need to be able to follow several instructions in a row Sometimes that's difficult for people with special needs to remember the instructions they've been given and be able to follow them. It's very important that we don't lose any animals, letting them out of their kennels when they should not be or forgetting to close a gate that would give them access to a street. Letting them loose in the general population if, say, they're not the most friendly of dogs is dangerous. All of that happens all the it, time. It happens. You try to avoid it, but you know we put protocols in place to try to avoid that. You need to be able to follow instructions. We deal a lot with chemicals. We use bleach. We use germicidal chemicals to clean the kennels. And there's certain things that they cannot be mixed with, and certain precautions you need to take. So you know there are some chores there that are menial: laundry tasks and flattening newspapers and delivering and carrying in dog food and supplies like that. But for the most part, the tasks there require at least a level of independence and physicality and stamina and endurance that you need to assess for yourself to make sure that you have that before you volunteer. Well, uh, I want to wrap up by telling everybody kind of what the shelter may need. You're always, like you said, cleaning up and using things, towels and things like that. So what could the shelter use? Right now, We have a good supply of some things, and some things we really need. We need, it's tax-free weekend coming up. That's right. Some of the things that you could get for us on tax-free weekend would be multicolored dry erase markers, the Mr. Clean magic eraser things. We use laundry detergent, 15 loads a day, every day. Tall kitchen garbage bags with a drawstring. We have to have somewhere to put the stinky stuff that comes out of the dogs. The big 30-gallon lawn and leaf garbage bags because we do have large garbage cans where we throw away the used newspaper, kitty litter. We need those kinds of things. Then things that we use regularly, um, cat litter is always in short supply. Uh, occasionally we need newspapers and good sturdy bath towels and washcloths. We do not take sheets. We do not take comforters or pillows. Pet beds. One of our biggest needs always are collars and leashes of all size. We prefer not the retractable leashes because they break easily. But if an adopter comes to adopt a dog and they want to leave with the dog and they didn't think to bring a collar or a leash with them, getting them safely out of the shelter and into their home, then you're going to need a collar and a leash. Dog toys, even homemade dog toys, give the dogs a a way to utilize some of their energy. And you can find out who's adoptable on the Facebook page, too. We are. So that's Cookville Putnam County Animal Shelter. Yes, we're on the Facebook, Cookville Putnam County Animal Shelter. We're also on uh, PetFinder.com. As soon as animals come in and become available for adoption, the Pet Finder application loads their photo and their information. And you can always do filters there where Facebook is not so easy for the filters. Mm-hmm. 
I know that Logan would say to everybody, adopt, right? Adopt an animal. Pretty much, yeah. From the Cookville Putnam County Animal Shelter. It's so nice to meet both of you, India and Logan Delk. Thank you so much for coming in today. Well, thank you for having us. We've enjoyed it. I'm Sheila Scruggs. Thank you so much for listening to our Pup and Paws cast brought to you by Dog and Company.